Welcome back to Bravo Breaking News with Kim and Lisa. This week's episode of Real Housewives of New Jersey was a lot. Oh my God, so much going on. Teresa and Jen have dirt on Margaret. Ramona leaks Teresa's wedding invitation, which we get to relive that moment. Patterson Dolores makes her triumphant return. And Melissa is once again blamed for the never-ending Judice-Gorga feud. That's right. So we are going to dive into all of it and give our hot takes. But before we do, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any Bravo breaking news. So this week's episode picks up right where we left off, still at the husband calendar photo shoot, and Dolores is activated. Her, she says I didn't care because I did. Jen is leaving in the car. <laughs> I'm not going to be friends with trash like that. And basically, Dolores comes out blazing, saying that she has defended Jen. Have I not gone against every one of you for her? Not only has she done nothing to Jen, she's actually defended her with a lot of these women over the past few years. Yeah. And the women are all agreeing with her. They're all saying like, that's true. Like Dolores, you have backed up Jen multiple times um, against many of us. So, you know, I think she has a fair point. And then we see Bill and Jen in the car and Bill's kind of trying to talk Jen down and she's just does not want to hear it. She's basically like, look, don't look me. He's trying to tell her, like, you kind of have high expectations of your friends. Um, and Jen's like, I just need to I just need to mourn the loss. I just got to mourn the loss, which was just a touch dramatic. Yeah, a bit too much. And let's just say Dolores is donezo. But I can't be in a relationship like that. It's not for me. She wants nothing to do with Jen. And on this one, I am team Dolores through and through. I don't get the feud. I don't understand why Jen is even mad at Dolores. We'll see it play out later in the episode, but I'm team Dolo. Who are you going for? Oh, definitely team Dolores. And I am just a bit confused as to what Jen's angle is here because it's just an interesting adversary for her to choose, considering that Dolores is tight with Teresa and Jen is tight with Teresa. So it's like the three of them could really have, you know, like strength in numbers, yet she's kind of choosing to divide the group. I don't know if maybe she wants to see if she can drive Teresa closer to herself. I don't know. I'm just trying to like understand Jen's, Jen's like motivation here. I don't think I'll ever understand it, honestly. Um, I cannot stand Jen. She is not one of my favorite New Jersey housewives, but who I do love is her daughter, Olivia, who threw some amazing shade at her this episode. Honestly, just iconic. You get back up and, and then when you- risk my beautiful nose that's actually natural? It was so cute. <laughs> So we uh, transition to see Melissa and Joe uh, packing for a trip, and we learn that they're actually going to L.A. with Teresa and Louie. I was asked to present at an award show out in L.A. with Teresa. Which is, like, totally a shock to me. Um, but we learn that they're going for the MTV Movie Awards, and I guess they're presenting an award together. And, um, you know, Melissa kind of shares how... 
you know, she feels like she really welcomed Louis when he first came into the picture and that was totally not reciprocated. Where are you at with this whole story? I am slowly starting to see, I think that Melissa and Joe have a narrative um, that, you know, Teresa's kind of the bad guy and they're the good guys. And I'm kind of starting to see maybe a different side to things. Texts are coming out from Louie pleading with Melissa and Joe um, to kind of, you know, he's offering an olive branch and Melissa and Joe keep turning him down. So that's making me think differently. But where, where do you stand with all this? I agreed with you until what happened at the end of this episode, um, which we're going to dive into in a few minutes. Um, but there's something fishy going on there on both sides, I think. So, um, you know, only time will tell. But right now, the jury's still out. Um, but, you know, we kind of reopen this wound about Teresa and Louis' engagement party. Melissa and Joe were not seated with them. They were seated at a different table. And that has sparked a whole new era of the Gorga Judice feud. Um, and again, they bring it back up at the end of the episode, but it's still something that they are hanging on to and they cannot seem to get over. And honestly, their fights are always over the most petty things. Like where am I, where I'm seated at the baptism, where I'm seated at your engagement party, who cares? Like that's not that big of a deal. I don't understand why they get so fired up about it. So then we hop over to Paramus to Jen's palace. Um, she invites newbie Danielle over with her kids. And Danielle is like, just has never seen a house like this before in her life. She's astounded. I feel like I'm in the Caesar's palace of Paramus. Jen is like, we've got a movie theater, a basketball court. I mean, it is a total like kid fun zone. Like if I was, if I was friends with her kids, I'd be over there all the time. Um, you know, it's the fun it, house and it was giving old school Jen, like, yeah, I have 16 bathrooms, like that whole vibe kind of when people first came to her house. Um, so I love that she's still loud and proud about it as she should be. Yeah. I mean, she definitely likes to show it off, but I think it's okay. I think, you know, it seems like like she's generous to the people who come over to her house. So I'm all right with it. Um, she said, that, what did you think about Danielle saying that Jen was the nicest one to her at the roller skating party? I don't know. It seems to me like Danielle is kind of trying to, you know, form, form an alliance with one of these two sides. And it's clear she's picking Jen and Teresa. She, you know, mm -hmm. I guess bonded with Jen at the roller rink party, which we didn't really see much of. Um, but she definitely seems to be kind of inching her way towards their side versus the Melissa Marge side of it all. So I'm kind of obsessed with Danielle. I know it's only been two episodes, but I think that she has like star quality. I think she has the potential to be a really good addition to this franchise, to, um, you know, the Bravo Liberty universe. I don't know. She just like has that energy and I'm totally here for it. So I hope she doesn't let me down. Same. I, but, I love her so, straight out of the gate. Um, and I am looking forward to seeing more from her. Um, and so we, you know, they're sitting at the kitchen counter and Jen 
you know, decides to call Teresa and let Danielle in on a little secret that they um, have been hiding from the other ladies. Right. So they call Teresa to ask how her meeting with Margaret went. No, it went really well. Teresa mentioned that their conversation was very raw. It was very raw, very real. Like a cucumber, some might say. Um, and basically, you know, she came out with a fresh of breath air. Wow, this is a fresh of breath air. That's how I yeah, a breath of fresh air, honey. You know, she's just the gift that keeps on giving, really. Um, so then they kind of, you know, go into how it's a little bit awkward because they've also been in touch with one of Margaret's ex-best friends who reached out to them and is kind of dishing some dirt on Margaret. You know, Jen claims she's skeptical, but it seems like they they met with her and, you know, kind of wanted to hear what she had to say. So what do you think of, like, what do you make of that? I mean, it totally tracks seeing as what happened last year with Margaret exposing the affair with Bill and Jen. Jen is not going to miss an mm -hmm. opportunity to get dirt on Marge. And she's not just going to release this right off the bat. She's going to hold on to this. And she says she hopes she doesn't have to share it. But we all know it's going to come out. She's going to use it um, the first chance she can to to bash Margaret. And I don't know. It seems like they're they kind of have something on her. Um, at least that's what they're they're making it seem like. Yeah, it seems like they have a real smoking gun on their hands, or at least they seem to think so, um, because they're holding their cards very tightly to the chest. Um, poor Danielle was like, I, I want to know what it is. Just just tell me what it is. And they were like, mm, mm -mm. Um, and I hate that feeling when you're with someone and you're like, just I, I need to know. Just give me the information. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I think that we will definitely hear more about this as the season progresses. So then we get the crew kind of going to Margaret's house for a little game night. Um, Jackie gets there, you know, I gotta say the more I see Margaret's house, the more I like it. I like the interiors. I love the Missoni walls. I think it's so cool. Don't love that they're like kind of weird printed couch, but like, I love the cabinets. I don't know. I think it's very cool. Um, it's honestly a little much for me. Um, I don't know. My my style is a little more minimalist. I know Margaret worked or Joe worked for like, I don't know, it seems like a decade on that house trying to get that done. But I don't know. <laughs> it's not my vibe. And honestly, neither is Jackie. Um, I didn't mention this last episode, but she is rubbing me the wrong way. You can tell that girl is so sad she got demoted. She is fighting for camera time. She wants people to pay attention to her, look her in the eye when they're speaking. Like, it's a little much, just like Margaret's house. She needs to chill out. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know that she's, she's bringing a whole lot, but, um, we, you know, we get to see little, little pieces of, of Jackie here and there. And I think that's probably all we need. Um, so we see Melissa arriving, bringing the iconic sprinkle cookies. Um, I love that she kind of plays into this, you know, trope of, of Teresa, you know, saying she brought me sprinkle cookies. I don't like sprinkle cookies. I threw them in the trash. So now she's embraced that. Um, 
we get to see uh, Jen Fessler, who is growing on me as you know, the more we get to see of her, I think she's pretty funny. I um, can see why her and Margaret are friends because they're both both very like witty and just they have that banter kind of back and forth. Um, so what did you think about totally. this, uh, this game that they started playing? Yeah, you know, it was fine. It was cool. Um, the one takeaway that I had was that Melissa is a prude, yet Joe wants to talk about sex and his poison any chance he gets, which is a little bit odd, but hey, I guess opposites attract. Um, you know, Melissa also shares um, that, you know, her and Teresa did end up going to LA and they didn't film the trip. I mean, bravo. Like, what are you doing? How is this You possible? have camera crews in LA. They're ready and willing to film these ladies. Not filming this was a major missed opportunity on their part. A hundred percent. I don't know what the excuse was, but like, there's obviously a thousand camera crews at any given moment ready to go in LA. Um, they could have called up the Real Housewives produce of uh, uh, Beverly Hills producers and just said, "Hey, we just need a camera for a couple days on these two gals." You know, they could have made it happen. I'm very, very disappointed in you, Bravo. Melissa, you know, kind of says that it was it was awkward, like it wasn't a great trip because they are not on great terms. No, it wasn't. And um, it seems like Marge isn't going to be on good terms with Teresa for too much longer either, because she finds out that Teresa and Jen met with her ex-best friend, Laura, um, and, you know, they basically have some dirt on her. So Marge is pissed off. And she kind of mentions how, like, she's pissed off at Jen. She thought they made up. But she actually doesn't really mention a lot about being pissed at Teresa. It's more focused on Jen. What did you think about that? I think everyone's a little bit scared to go against Teresa, to be honest. I mean, I would be. <laughs> I think she's terrifying. True. Um, but... I think Jen might be a little bit um, more of a formidable or, you know, an easier opponent. Um, so I think maybe that's why her energy is focused on Jen. I think she has a longer standing relationship with Teresa, so she might give her a little more grace. I will say, like, I start getting a little suspicious of Margaret this episode. I'm normally like team Margaret. I, I really like her. But to have not one, but two ex-best friends come up in one episode, I think is a little suspicious. Like we, we heard that, that Margaret met Jen Fessler through her ex-best friend, Siggy Flicker. And now we're Soggy hearing that Flicker. her ex-best friend, Laura, sorry, Siggy slash Soggy. And now we're hearing that her ex-best friend, Laura, is dishing dirt to Teresa and Jen. So it's like, if you're having that many ex-best friends, I'm seeing some red flags that I might have not, might have been overlooking before. Did you catch that? No, I didn't. And I have some thoughts about Margaret too, which I'll share when we get to the mozzarella party. Um, but yeah, it's, um, you know, things are a little bit off. Um, it's hard to pick sides, honestly, because neither one is like a hundred percent winner. So, um, I don't know. We'll see. Um, so 
Throughout the episode, we kind of see Teresa working on her invitations. We see them finally arrive at the ladies' doorsteps. And the whole time, all I could think about was Ramona. That was the first thing that popped into my head. It was a constant, you know, thought. And then when Teresa shared that Ramona leaked the wedding invitation, I was like, praise the Bravo editors for sharing this on the show. I just got the most exotic invitation that was presented on top of this gift. Yeah, they kind of redeemed themselves for not filming the LA trip because they did bring this um, off-camera, you know, uh, what's it called, faux pas into the story. I mean, only Ramona, you know, I'm sure it was such a pain for Teresa to go through and change everything, but what are you going to do? You know, it seems like she just kind of laughed it off. All she had to do was get some email addresses and change the wedding website passwords. So it's not like she had to like change the venue or send out new invitations. Um, but Ramona did ruin it. And we do learn she didn't end up going to the wedding. So um, there's that. Um, but, you know, everybody receives it, including Melissa and Joe. And once again, they kind of share their feelings about their relationship with them. And Joe kind of says basically that, you know, they had a bad seed with Joe Judice, And now there's a new seed that's germinating with Louie. But... I see it a little differently. Those are two separate people, but there are two common denominators in mm -hmm. this situation. It's Joe and it's Teresa. So which one do you think is the one that's really causing the problems? It's tough to say. I think it's a little bit on both sides. I think they're two very stubborn people and as with any like conflict and especially family drama, I don't think there's always like one side that's right and one side that's wrong. I think, you know, the truth kind of lies somewhere in the middle. Everyone has their version of, of what's, of what has happened in the past. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's it's kind of interesting for, for Joe to take that stance, but it's like, you know, everything that we've seen Joe and Melissa in so far this season, they're talking about Teresa and Louie. It's like, I, I think we need to talk about something else because I can only hear so many times how hurt Joe is about, you know, their relationship being so bad and how they've tried and it's, you know, it's, it's not up to them anymore. I'm just kind of like a little over it and we're only two episodes in. Oh yeah, there's gonna be a lot more where that came from and they get into it again at the mozzarella party that Danielle is hosting. So um, we see the ladies arrive at Danielle's house, which I think a mozzarella party is the perfect event for these Jersey women. Like I was so, it's creative, it's fun, it's new, it's fresh. It is not a roaring 20s party. We don't need to wear costumes like it is perfect for these Crazy. Italian women to enjoy. And, and for me as well, not even being Italian, just being a lover of cheese. And now it really has me questioning my life choices. Is it mozzarella? Is it mozzarella? Is it mutz? Is it mo mo mozzarella? 
like they pronounced it so many different ways. I was like, what is happening here? Mozzarella. Mozza. I think it just has like a lot of different nicknames, which, hey, like, sure, I'll take it. I guess I can start speaking Italian. There you go. Yeah, you can tell. I thought it was kind of funny that you could tell that Danielle was a little bit self-conscious about her house. You know, she's like, I mean, my house is nice, but like Jennifer's house can literally eat my house for breakfast. So I think that her kind of self-deprecating humor is is a plus for her. I always like that. And we don't always get that with Housewives. So I, I'm into it. Um, Me too. So then we have, you know, Dolores arrives, you know, Danielle's telling her that Jen is, uh, is coming. Um, and you can tell Dolores is not very enthused about that. Um, you kind of have the rest of the ladies sitting around the bar, they're having drinks. Um, and then Jen walks in. And Patterson Dolores returns. Dolores is like, I'm going to smash her face in. Like, this is like a Dolores that we should be scared of. And Jen should be too, because you don't want to mess with Patterson Dolores. So she is not happy that Jen came. And she basically, you know, just wants nothing to do with her. Um, you know, it's obvious that they're not in a good place. And every time they meet, whether it's at the roller rink party or the calendar party, it's going to be the same feud. And we see that happen again, but not before Jen confronts Margaret about meeting with her ex-best friend. So Margaret and Jen start to discuss the whole issue with Jen and Teresa meeting up with their friend and they start going at it. Um, basically, Jen admits to it like right off the bat and Marge just can't believe it. She thought that when they made up, it was genuine. She thought that they had moved on. But basically, like I said before, Jen's going to dig up dirt on Marge any chance she gets. Yeah. And you have Teresa kind of trying to play referee here. Um, she was kind of being like the housewife whisperer, which is such an interesting new role for her. Um, but you're right in what you said earlier, like there's no animosity from Margaret towards Teresa, even though Teresa was also at that meeting with Laura. Um, so it's all being directed towards Jen. It, okay. I have thoughts on this interaction because I felt like Margaret was kind of gaslighting Jen. Like Jen was trying to get her thoughts across and Margaret kept going like, oh my God, like, how do you think like that? You know, do you realize that, that you're thinking like that? Like you need therapy, you need help, you need help. And she just kept cutting her off saying you need help. And I was like, just let her, like, let her say what she needs to say. You know, she kept being like, Jen, I'm trying to have an adult conversation, but, um, yet Margaret was the one who like, wouldn't hear anything. So, I don't know. This whole interaction had me feeling that this Laura person has something on Margaret that Margaret does not want to come out. Like, I think Margaret is scared. And that's why I think she is really trying to shut this down um, and trying to, like, you know, make it seem like Jen is is off her rocker um, and, you know, mar marijuana paranoid or whatever they were saying. <laughs> But I, I don't know. I just have a feeling that Margaret knows that, that this Laura girl's got something on her that she does not want to see the light of day. Um, how did you yeah, feel about so, their interaction? 
Yeah, so I had a bit of a different take. Um, I think that Jen is really trying to downplay this meeting, acting like it was no big deal that this lady had been trying to get in contact with her and she just she just met up with her. That's all she did. It was just an innocent meeting, but that is bullshit. I call bullshit on Jen because we know that this information she's going to leak and use against Marge. This wasn't just a friendly meeting and I feel like, the gaslighting is actually on Jen's side because she is trying hmm. to make it seem like this was not a big deal, yet they have some dirt on her that they are going to use against her and it could come out at any moment. So oh, 100%. I, I feel that, like she, I feel Jen 100%. Opposite. Okay. But, but I agree with you. Like Jen totally got dirt on her and she is sitting on it and waiting for her like moment to strike. I just, I don't know. I think, I think Margaret's scared. So, and this kind of like sparks the Jen and Dolores thing again, because Marge is basically saying that Jen has issues with everybody. And I totally agree with that. She's always fighting with anybody that on, on the cast, that's basically not Teresa. And then Jen goes, I don't have issues with Dolores. Dolores is the one that has issues with me. Like, excuse me? Yeah, I don't that was, that was out of, I, I don't know what she was saying there because she clearly has issues with Dolores. I don't know. I was just channeling Jen Fessler asking for a sandwich and being like, oh my God, this is so good. And then they just cut to her like shoveling mutts in her mouth. And I thought it was so funny as if it was popcorn and she was just like, you know, at the movies watching this fight unfold. Um, or stress yeah, eating and then not, she did not know what to do. You're right. She was totally stress eating. Like what the hell is happening? Um, and then, you know, we kind of, it kind of devolves into uh, Melissa and Teresa and getting into that situation more. They start talking about the engagement party where, you know, where Teresa had them sitting. Oh, Teresa, you made a point to come over and say, I'm sorry that you're sitting here. You were supposed to be at our table. Um, Louis even came over to apologize. Teresa's denying this. So this is where I get really confused when it's a blatant, like, like Melissa saying one thing and Teresa saying something totally different. And I'm just like, what happened? Like, I want to know what the actual truth is. And I don't know that we're ever going to get that, but we did get, you know, Mer Melissa basically saying once again, I'm the bad guy. And, you know, she's not wrong. It does seem like, Teresa likes to blame her for a lot of shit, whether it's, you know, warranted or not. Yeah, but it was kind of obvious when the first thing that came out of Teresa's mouth was, um, you know, that Melissa asked to be moved to a different table. Like, you could tell that Melissa did not want to engage in this. And when Teresa said that, it's like she had no choice but to engage because that was complete and utter BS. Like, it was just that look on her face was genuine shock. She was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Like I got to step out and say something because this is complete lies. Um, so that's where, you know, I'm kind of leaning towards Melissa on this one because I think that Teresa sat them there on purpose, even though she swears on her four daughters and her, her parents <laughs> that it wasn't intentional. I think it was intentional. 
Yeah, I don't know. Um, but we will certainly find out. And it seems like this season is only heating up. So I'm excited to keep watching. There is so much more drama to come on The Real Housewives of New Jersey. We will be covering it all right here. So subscribe so you don't miss anything.